everyone, welcome back and here we are with Lowell once again as we will delve into a more personal aspect of his dance journey involving his mental health and how he overcame it and what he learned from it. Lowell, you're seen as someone with a very positive demeanor and spirit. Um, so what compels you or pushes you every day to walk into the rehearsal studio or your class with that energy every time? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so like, it's it's a combination of of pain and appreciation. When I was younger, when I was probably age seventeen to about twenty, I went through a really big depression and kind of experiencing that pain, like the self-inflicted pain, the pain that I was bringing to my family and my friends. I I, I really do not want to experience that anymore. I, I feel like I still always battle that. I could say that's what compels me to have a high energy because I know that when I'm going to the studio, uh, when I'm meeting other people, when I'm sharing dance with other people, it makes me happy. And so it's kind of like, I'm just really grateful that I can have this thing that doesn't, that takes me away from that side of me the, like that inner critic, the really bad self-talk, this the really cynical kind of perspective, I feel like is something that's embedded in me. However, over time, I've learned or I still try to watch it uh, rather than let it take over me. And so in the same sense, when it comes to sharing um, or being at the studio or even just like emitting that positive energy, I just wouldn't want anyone to feel that same way that I have felt. Uh, I want them to kind of, I know because people empower me, you know what I mean? They empower, they, they make me happy. They take me away from my anxieties, my insecurities, my depression when they trust me, when they come to my class. And I'm really grateful for that. So I feel like I have a responsibility to, to provide them that same empowerment and uh, appreciation. Yeah, that's if that's what that positive like energy is, that's probably what it is. Like if that looks, yeah, it's probably what it is. Like I, I feel like it's definitely a give and take kind of relationship I have with dance and the community. Like I, I really don't know where I would be without it. Uh, I have a lot of thanks to my really good friend Randy, who during my depression, when I was at my lowest point, just kept pulling me out of my room and just taking me to dance class. Sometimes I would just sit there and just be in my, the, the darkest places in the studio, but I was still out there, you know what I mean? And just knowing how much love the people at Urban Force uh, was giving me at the time. And then even with like the B-Code boys, uh, shout outs to AJ for all the times he was there for me and Tristan. I really, you know what I mean? Dance really brought us all together and allowed me to overcome that side of it. And so that's why I still kind of why I, I still stick to it. I, I know the times when my dance practice has fallen off or when I don't dance or when I don't involve myself in, in the whole dance world that I do fall deeper uh, or back. I fall back into that side of the world that <laughs> I don't want to become. Do you know what I mean? Additionally to that, like the dance journey has allowed me to come into, come into acceptance with a lot of things that was bringing me down. Uh, allowed me to explore, understand a lot of things that I didn't understand that I, in retrospect, assume caused a lot of my depression and like just insecurities. So yeah, it's just a lot of pain and appreciation, just really grateful for dance. So like, I just want to give it my hundred, like all the time. 
because it it's given me it's 100 you know what i mean and so yeah that's probably <laughs> that's that positive energy you know what i mean it's like yeah i get to choose i get to choose whether or not i can be positive and empowering or not and it's like ah, i'll probably go i'll probably choose to be positive as well. <laughs> so yeah oh, that, that was good thank you for sure yeah that. that was really heartfelt yeah that was that must have been like not easy to to share but yeah we really appreciate that uh, thank you for listening i'm actually a little shaky you know what i mean it's <laughs> I might have a question for Lowell. So in regards to the whole, um, you, you mentioned that you had the experience of like all me mentality. Yeah. You had that in the past. I was just wondering, uh, how did you sort of acknowledge it and like grow out of it? Um, so that's, a, that's actually a really good question. I don't know, it felt so natural to find it weird. Like, like what made you, um, what made you change? Was okay. there like a point or maybe just like along your growth? It just happened gradually? I feel, I, I honestly feel like it happened gradually. Uh, I think just oh, the influences yeah. I had, you know what I mean? Like the mentors I had, especially because like, uh, I, I have, I have a lot, I, I'm a sucker for like the, the party situation. Like, yeah. like how dance was originally a social dance. Like I'm a sucker for that essence where yeah. people are dancing for the sake of dancing. <laughs> like for example, I remember this one time no, no shade to the people who are potentially in this story, but there was it was at a passion showcase. I'm not gonna say which one, so people don't know. Like, oh, was there. I was at a passion showcase, and like you know, we're bumping, yeah, bouncing, feeling the music. Ah, uh, circle happens. Ah, uh, you're still bouncing, bumping. Someone goes into the middle, still bouncing, bumping. But I look around, and everyone's paused, everyone's frozen, and just looking at this one person. It's like, what happened to the party? And I feel like it, 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 there's so much focus on like you and me separately. And I feel like what, what needs to happen is like, oh no, we're all in this together. But I honestly can't tell you where that stems from. I'm still trying to understand that within myself, to be honest. Um, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of this questioning of urban and yeah, uh, yeah. our heritage as dance, uh, uh, the heritage of our dance movement has really allowed me, has really made me question my own heritage and be like, what communities am I actually part of? Like, maybe that's the, the problem that we, we currently live in, like a, a community with a system that is more based off how well you do, not how well everyone does. You know what, but I don't know if you want to put that in. That's just me kind of like <laughs> rambling on or just putting in questions because that's the questions I have today about myself and about the dance community anyway in Melbourne, in Melbourne. Yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's interesting because I guess coming from a partner style perspective, having this like individualistic mentality is a little bit harder to actually formulate because you can't really grow as a dancer unless you have someone to grow with and you do have people who who kind of like partner off and say I'm only going to dance with this person because this person's a good dancer and they can help me grow which I think it's like that's very frowned upon in the partner style community because it's so much about social dancing mm -hmm. and I think you said a lot about how the Melbourne dance scenes uh, it, it, I guess it used to be in a sense it kind of is now a, it's quite individualistic and a lot of people kind of focus on themselves and I guess I wanted to say that I, I think that's interesting that you say that because I found that when I was introduced into the uh, like into this 
into the Melbourne dance scene, especially with you and David, and like um, even like Gina. I felt like I, I felt it was really accepting. I felt like even as someone who's really new and who doesn't really have a lot of experience, and I like in no means would say that I'm a great dancer, especially not in these styles. I think that there are definitely people like you and David and Gina who who make the scene still quite welcoming, and I and I really appreciate that. That I feel like there are people who are a little bit more clicky and who kind of keep to themselves,、um, but there are definitely those、um, like those big names in Melbourne who make the community feel quite open. And I guess that I feel, have a lot of appreciation for that because it made me feel like I was able to grow in, I was able to grow in the scene and be welcome. And just yeah, I thought it was interesting.、Mm, no, you are so so right. A huge shout outs to David and Gina and those who are like are welcoming. Yeah, no, you're so right. You are so right.、But、yeah, no, you are so right. You're so right. There can be people who are clicky, but I think that that kind of gives like even more appreciation to those who are actually trying to make moves these days to bring us together. So, big shout outs to them. So, taking our focus a bit more politically, it seems that in recent light of the Black Lives Matter movement that surged after the footage of George Floyd was released to the public, the dance community took that and realized that we had to make an effort to self-reflect on the history of dance and the links that lead us back to Black culture and Black history. And especially in like the street dance scene, how the, te- the term "urban" is deemed inappropriate and misleading, also. And you, as well as ourselves and many other leaders in Melbourne, were involved in several discussions about this term. Could you elaborate on your perspective on this discussion and the kinds of problems that arise when? Choreography is put into this label of urban.、Mm. Just to kind of like quickly put a disclaimer, like everything when it comes to the actual dance forms and the art forms, like、uh, I'm totally just sharing my own perspective and experiences with it. it. I can never really say that I completely represent these dance forms. Like I, I, I'm involved in the activity of it. But I just wasn't there. You know, I, mean, I wasn't there for the creation of it. I'm not. I'm currently not there where it's birthed and like, you know what I mean. And I, I think the same thing with Black Lives Matter. I'm still very, very.、Uh, how do you say? Try to keep myself in like an open mindset to really try to understand、um, everything with like an open heart. I'm just trying to be compassionate as 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 compassionate as I can be. In regards to the whole urban discussion, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that、uh, that that really comes from two, from my perspective. So just sharing my perspective, and anyone can correct me if I'm wrong or disagree. Otherwise, that at the as a dancer, we the the two main conversations that I've assessed is that there's the one where we're being culturally aware. Of where we're actually deriving our movement from, and understanding that our art forms have a history, our dance forms have a history, a culture, and what that means is that there's people behind it. You know what I mean? And that, like, when we kind of 
involve ourselves in this culture and become part almost become part of this history that like we take into account or consider the people that are behind it and so when black lives matter when that whole thing was happening over in the states it's it, it's it you had to really question like ah oh, like if i'm a part of this culture if i'm involving myself in this culture then like i'm connected to the people who created it like it's kind of like you know what i mean and they were currently going through some pain and so when they were figuring things out it really put the concept of urban into question like the because it was like a a term that used back in the day well this is all my, this is all that i've learned so my understanding of it is only within this limit um my understanding is that it was a way to kind of how do you say indicate the lower income brown and black communities in the states and i think the issue with that is it's like it's not you're not just giving you're not allowing people to uh be the totality of themselves you know what i mean so for example if we put it into dance terms by saying urban then you're taking away the heritage of popping the history of popping the culture of popping you're taking away taking away the heritage culture and history of hip hop breaking because you're just umbrella terming it so this is my understanding of why people are putting it into question because like if you have like the classical forms which is funny because you say classical forms yeah but you have like ballet jazz tap you you say it as it is and then you know what it is and then you give it its respect as it is however with like street dancing or urban in terms of like the perspective of the masses it's not getting tap like popping locking breaking crump like these are all beautiful and really extensive dance forms with like a, a really long history with so many people involved that none of that is getting its um I wouldn't say none of that but it's not getting the respect or the attention that it deserves. This is my understanding anyway as to why it's been put into question. On the flip side, so there's that, the cultural aspect of it, and then on the other flip side of it is that so a lot of that I kind of learned from taking Monsal Durden's Intangible Roots. So if anyone really wants to so the thing you can do the most here is go learn like there's people out there who are teaching all the dance forms there's people out there who are teaching things about like the black culture and all that stuff so the best thing you can do is just go and learn rather than just assume and claim you, you just go learn so i learned a lot of that from monsel durden uh listening to i'm currently also taking arnell's uh leadership tools for dance leaders and so he's sharing some things there and so that's my kind of understanding of it and it it makes sense to me anyway You know what I mean like I I respect I think that's what allows me to respect or be so versatile in my craft is because I appreciate each dance form for what it is I don't just umbrella term it and on the flip side the question of choreography like is it a style what is it and it, it's difficult because choreography doesn't have a foundation it's just deriving from a whole bunch of things so something that I learned from Buddhist stretch is that you can see you can see what's it called you can see choreography as a tool a tool of expression do you know what i'm saying but it's not essentially a a foundational style or a dance form so yeah like i think the the question of it has to be put into place because it's like i don't know yeah there's all those kind of things you got to think about and um i think we're at a stage where our craft like our 
activity you might even say has been is in a stage or even with all the the street the street styles we're all at a stage where it's kind of like solidifying itself in history do you know what i mean and we just have to be there through that confusion like it's going to be so confusing especially because a lot of the pioneers of a lot of these style uh dance forms are like not agreeing on everything that's like happening do you know what i mean um every time i go learn something about one style i learn something else from a different person in the same style and then it's just all conflicting and i'm like oh my god i got more questions than what i came in so <laughs> it's it's super super overwhelming to be a choreography dancer these days because it's like man where do i start where do i go and it's like man just take that first step wherever you can do you know what i mean like go you, you have you have classes online that you can just sign up to you you can search youtube just do that you don't have to know everything straight away you know what i mean you don't have to be perfect straight away you can just go on youtube and just do a search and stuff from there gain momentum into growing yourself but i think for us in melbourne that's where i will be like yeah i'm i'm just as lost too like i don't know how much i can say if because for example i i haven't talked to many of the pioneers myself to to have a say and so i feel like we're all just trying to figure it out at the moment but i think the best we can do is to definitely just be human about it like if someone's in pain or someone's hurting uh that's a good time for you to question where you position yourself when someone's in that pain but yeah hopefully i don't know if that answers anything and just like again like that's my current understanding and experience of this whole thing and i'm still learning i am still learning i'm not claiming anything but that's what i've observed that's what i observed yeah i i would say it's definitely something that no one really knows the answer to i think a lot of people would relate to that confu- confusion and maybe sense of feeling a bit lost cuz some people have built like you know careers of this built dance studios and then now like everything's kind of coming to question yeah i remember when we had that first zoom discussion i remember coming in not really sure what to expect but it was really a bit more comforting to realize that everyone was kind of in the same boat and everyone was willing to work through this together Mm. Even if we're not sure yet what is the best solution um going forward what are some of the ones that kind of stuck with you some points that maybe you heard others make too that you think are potentially a good first step mm. something that the the Montel Durden course really made me do is look at my own culture and heritage. It's it's a bit I don't know how it is for uh a lot of people here. Um uh, but in Melbourne it's like we have our Melbourne culture. But it's like a lot of us come from different like backgrounds and it's I think that's where you can start. Like what 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 is your culture and um what is your culture? What is your heritage? What is your history look like? Cuz like something that you can't deny is that whatever that that culture that you your ancestors that you have ancestrally probably lives inside you somewhere you know what i mean it's 
it's probably watered down a little bit because of how society ended up becoming but search backwards that's what i'm trying to do to be honest i it's super overwhelming <laughs> but i think that's a place to start that's a place to start because yeah i think the biggest question here is culture and then the the identity crisis happens when it's like oh i thought i was a part of that culture but i guess i'm not so now it's like okay then what culture am i a part of and so question your melbourne culture and then question the culture of your family cuz whether you like it or not a lot of your own like the person you are comes from your family so i think it's a good time to connect with your family <laughs> say hey mom what's our history like <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i asked my mom she was like i don't know <laughs> so i was like okay i'll go <laughs> i'll go ask my friends <laughs> so yeah, no 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 shade mom if you listen to this love you So, yeah. <laughs> Just like as a final question to kind of summarize the various topics that we've been talking about this episode. So we've talked a lot about like self-growth and also growth within the community. So would you have any tips for dancers who feel like they're having trouble with that? Like they've kind of hit this plateau and not sure how to move forward, like they're kind of just stuck. especially with the mental game like do you have any mm. tips for how to combat that you can always holler at me so i'm always here for you <laughs> as well as i think connect with people i i think it's really surprising as soon as you kind of like communicate with another person that like hey like i'm actually having a hard time with this what what can i do what do i do is that you find that you're not alone and that it's so much more easier to move forward with other people because usually like the mental game is such is it's a lonely it's a lonely game <laughs> it's a lonely game and it's like the most empowering when you're with others because you realize that you don't have to carry the weight of the world by yourself so one advice is to just connect with people you know what i mean or have the idea that you can connect with people so in terms of dancing like if you go to class talk to the teacher or talk to the people you're taking class with not just go go to class i'm going to be good and then leave and be like oh man i still feel the same it's like no you, <laughs> you there's there's people there like the 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 best resource we have at the moment is each other so that's probably your best like bet and then if you can start that connection with others then it it starts to connect like if you were looking to like become better in your freestyle or your choreography you connect with someone who knows someone or maybe even that person already knows about choreography and then you can share that with that person and then it, it it's like a compounding effect it, it's it's very difficult to go oh my god okay i need to know the best of the best or learn from the best of the best it's so overwhelming to think that you have to do that so best best to start with your neighbor that's something that i'm so trying to apply to but yeah i le- i learned that from my partner she has, she has a great heart and empathy so shout outs to my partner sian so you know thank you lowell so much for you know imparting your wisdom upon us plebs um when it comes to <laughs> the dance scene and you know sharing your stories and you know we learned so so much from everything that you've been teaching us and hopefully you'll continue to you know lead us toward the the right way when it comes to dance and when it, when it comes to being in a community and leading people into the right way so thank you so much for taking part 
hope you have the rest of the day doing well and and i hope covid's treating you well as well so yeah no thank you guys you guys are amazing i feel honored to like to be asked by you guys to even be considered to have a chat i get, it's it's like i was saying before like uh, it's you guys remind me that i'm doing okay so <laughs> i I'm, i'm thankful and i hope that i can still continue to grow and learn and then share that with you guys to hopefully grow together yeah thank you you guys you guys are gangsta all right, all right. <laughs> okay i got a party at 9 p.m though so awesome hit that cool. all right i think i think we should wrap up now then all okay right. yeah that's good all right okay so um that was lowell and we hope that you've been enjoying this podcast it has been very enlightening for us and i hope it has been as much as enlightening uh, for you guys so yeah so tune in for next week or next month i th- yes next month <laughs> as we will release our um next episode wait but the thing is we don't have uh, uh guests right what do we have it's uh... a surprise <laughs> <laughs> for sure wait it's wait hold on it shall be a surprise for us as well so stay tuned for that um yeah uh fam podcast out i guess <laughs>